0: Yeah, good morning, everyone. Um, welcome to Drawing for Tattooers. I'm your host, James Wisdom. Um, and uh, we are on uh, Guy Atchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Network, uh, where tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and the curious are all encouraged to join in these real world and live streamed events. Um, we uh, beam out nearly every single day, and uh, with your help, we've become a quality network of uh, live and on-demand tattoo and art-related content. So, um, with that, I would like to try to s- share my screen with you. Maybe not, maybe not yet. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Monday. Yeah. It is Monday
1: morning. Happy Monday. So happy Monday. Maybe. Yeah.
0: All right. So hopefully you're seeing, um, Reinventing the Tattoo homepage. Um, right, so uh, yeah. Uh, our aim is to inspire and ultimately create better art and tattoos together. Um, so you can find out more at reinventingthetattoo.com. Um, and so uh, we are on all, all the major podcast directories Apple, Spotify. We also have a Roku page and a Facebook page. Um, there's also Reinventing the Tattoo, the app. You can find that on all the app stores, Apple App Store, the Google Play Store. Uh, but you can always uh, find out more here at reinventingthetattoo.com. So uh, navigate the page. I usually like to show maybe... <laughs> I usually like to show... Uh, the events calendar, the event schedule. Uh, So if you navigate to the bottom of the Reinventing Tattoo page, you can find the event schedule. Um, So I'll read off our events. On Sundays at 1 p.m. we have the Skill Building Drawing Group hosted by Jason Leeser. On uh, Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern, we have Drawing for tattooers that's this show. Um, At 11 a.m. on Mondays, uh, we have the Tattoo Weekly. At 5 p.m. Eastern on Mondays, we have Let's Talk About Feelings. And at 9 p.m. Eastern on Mondays, we have the Reinventing the Tattoo uh, subscribers exclusive drawing group. Um, Wednesdays, the Tattoo Now show. And on Thursdays at 6 p.m., uh, we have the Tattoo Collecting 101 podcast. And so um, uh, so just to sort of plug uh, some of the upcoming things, uh, Reinventing the Tattoo will be live at Hell City 2023 uh, in Columbus, Ohio. That's uh, May 19th through the 21st. Um, Live and virtual events. Uh, We will also have uh, Reinventing the Tattoo members, Sandy McAndrew will be tattooing, as well as Bruno Salvatierra will also be tattooing that weekend. So be sure to stop by and check them out. Additionally, uh, reinventing the tattoo table will have all sorts of, uh, seminars and, and also streaming events. So, um, you can find out more at, uh, live.reinventingthetattoo.com. You can see the address up here, top of the page. Um, but yeah, uh, Hell City is going to be uh, a lot of fun. So if you are there, be sure to check out Reinventing the Tattoo. Um, and uh, we take a moment and uh, thank our sponsors. Uh, Tattoo Now. Tattoo Now is technology for tattooers of all levels. They have uh, some kind of weird. Uh, he's got some sort of Gabe has some sort of like uh Sound playing. I, I can't find it somewhere in here. Damn it, Gabe. Anyway, so Tattoo Now is awesome. Uh, ask for Gabe. Uh, he's got. Uh, okay, tattooers. Oh, I love Okay, that's enough. <laughs> the ghost of Gabe. Yeah, uh, Tattoo Now, uh, you, can, you can check it out and, and you can find all kinds of information about uh, all the services that they offer crm uh that's customer relations management tools software upgrades and mailings uh, upgrades mailing lists all sorts of things so check out tattoo now uh and of course we'd like to thank guy atchison for being the founder and inspiration behind reinventing the tattoo you can learn more about guy atchison at guyatchison.com where you can find uh, original oil paintings custom prints as well as coil machines and other tattoo educational content um so yeah, be sure to check out guyetchison.com. You can see his portfolio. Um, and also, I think it, you know, he's, he's always sort of up, updating like different critiques and stuff he's doing. Um, uh, I'm, I'm part of the reinventing drawing group and I recently got a critique from Guy. It was very helpful. Um, and so, uh, so, yeah, I think that's that's, uh, the sort of, that's the sort of community that we have here right so um anyway it's a lot of fun and uh come to hell city um and that's it okay so we're <laughs> so we're on hey gang how you doing this morning
2: hey how are you
3: good morning
2: good morning good morning we are not live on youtube just so you know
3: oh, oh no wait. uh oh, we're not um
0: well uh i'll have to i'll have to check that out with um i'll have to check that out later i don't know i don't know uh uh why that is but we'll figure it out it'll they'll probably uh, be able to put it on a little later yeah Um, and if not uh it's all good really uh anyway thanks thanks for coming everybody i'm so glad you could join me
3: today um Happy Monday. Good morning. Good to see you. Uh, Thanks thanks for having us. I'm excited about uh, today's class. Excellent. Yeah, me too.
0: Um, Well, uh, yeah, so I, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to talk. (laughs) There was a fun story that I that I found out recently that I thought I would uh I figured I could I could share it with the group. Um because I think it's, you know, it's um kind of about art history a little bit and uh, you know, it's also kind of it's kind Ooh. of fun. so uh here's uh let me see if I can I'll something to
1: share with you. All right. All right, this, almost set. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, okay. Ooh. All right. My
2: dude. Uh,
0: so, let's see. Mm, let's see, what is this one called? Uh. Yeah, all right, so this is Salvador Dali's um, Metamorphosis of Narcissus. Yeah. Metamorphosis of Narcissus. Um, and so here's the story of, of this like fantastical painting. Uh, in 1938, um, Salvador Dali, uh, took this painting to London because he wanted to show it to his idol Sigmund Freud. And, um, (laughs) and so anyway uh the flower emerging from the egg is a narcissus the figures in the middle dolly called the heterosexual group um they advance narcissus's uh rejection right uh the landscape is both rocky cliffs of dolly's catalan home and the mountains of austria um where he was making the painting during uh during 1937 so uh anyway he carried it under his arm all the way to london to see freud freud was unimpressed <laughs> Oh no, no! freud was unimpressed um so uh sigmund freud said to dolly upon being shown this this painting um in classical paintings i look for the unconscious but in your paintings i see the conscious um salvador Dali was uh, 34 years old um and uh, when, when this all happened, he considered this meeting to be a failure. I like, <laughs> so he did this I don't know, we're looking at this incredible work. And, um, and it was, you know, to, to the mind of the artist, right? And to the intended sort of audience, it was, you know, sort of a, a big disappointment, a big letdown. And I don't know, I just, I just, I love that story. I th- I thought it was, Who is uh, Sigmund Freud anyway?
2: I, I was very un- happy with Freud's work.
0: Right. <laughs> Sigmund Freud. Yeah. No, it's, um, yeah, it's, this is, uh, uh, quite a painting, but at the same time, you know, it, it's, uh, mm. it really is, uh, oh, shit. It really is sort of, uh, you yeah, know, everybody's
3: a critic, right? So. yeah, uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great story. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, thanks. Um,
4: how large is it? Do you know how large this is? Because it looks like it has to be massive.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, don't know I don't know how big this one is. But uh, And that
4: is so funny. I was just at the Art Institute, and I was supposed to go see the Salvador Dali uh exhibition but the line was too long i couldn't get in all day
0: i think i i I bet you it's not super duper big so um let's see i'm I'm responding to a text from reinventing the tattoo live now
1: but no youtube Anyway,
0: I don't know. We'll see if we get that, that sorted out. Yeah, uh, so you said you were going to the Art Institute to see the Salvador Dali, but it was like, the, that exhi- there was, there's a special exhibit
1: going on right
4: mm-hmm. now? Yeah, and uh, oh, nice. it, was, it was like a virtual line and it was supposed to text us when we could go in, but we were there for like three hours and we never got anything. So it, it's a pretty, yeah. Uh, yeah. I might try to go back another day though
3: do it oh. yeah do it sure. i want to see the
2: dolly uh, museum in florida mm.
3: yeah i went to that one did you go to that one uh amber
2: no i want to
3: yeah i went to that one it's really beautiful um like the uh there's a um uh the one of the paintings in there is called the hallucinogenic toreador mm-hmm. and
1: uh,
3: it's huge like it's huge like it's Very, very, very tall painting. So I'd like to know how big this piece is.
4: What's going on? How the two figures mirror each other.
2: Yeah. You see the same shapes, just different
4: interpretations of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like one is and you even hand-
2: see the same shape mirrored in the reflection.
4: Yeah, because one side is more hand-like, and the other side is like a crouched person. Hmm. And a walnut, <laughs> what
2: is that? a cracked nut at that.
4: Yeah.
0: So I just uh, looked up a little bit of in- more information. Um, it's uh. The dimensions are fifty-one point two centimeters by uh, seventy-eight point one centimeters. Does that help? <laughs> <laughs> do we do centimeters? Um, no. Again, it's it's twenty it's twenty inches by uh, it must be thirty inches. Twenty by thirty.
4: Oh, it's not. Oh, okay. It was. Yeah. So It'll not, not enormous,
0: right? It's mm-hmm. it's you know two feet almost, yeah. right?
3: Uh, oh, okay. Two, yeah. two feet by a little less than two feet. So. Yeah, the one I saw was like yard, meters, you know what I mean? Really? Like five meters tall, probably. Yeah. Amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Was, um, cool. I yeah. love
2: Donald Trump.
3: Me too. Yeah. I met him in a dream once. What was that like? So, I'll tell you, I'm <laughs> glad you asked. Uh, so, so we were walking around the city, uh, just kind of chilling, you know what I mean? Uh, and I, I saw a paint, like a paint splatter on a building. And I looked at the paint splatter and I said, it looks like a footprint. Uh, and he said, oh, I see it now. It's like kind of like a gestalt type thing. And he was like, oh, you know, you you have the eye. You have the magic eye. And so in real life, years later, I went to the Dolly Museum. And in the Dolly Museum, there's a little exhibit, like there's, a, not not exhibit, but there's this little thing on the wall where it, like, uh, it, it's like a little ink splatter. And he, he turned a picture into the ink splatter on a napkin. Um, and on the side, it said Dolly used to see art in just kind of random, random objects. And I was like, oh, now that's it. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's interesting, uh, you know. Uh, you
4: know that's so i really be.
3: feel like i met him you know what i mean like in the dream yeah
4: so. that's so cool like, uh... yeah
0: what do we think about though you know um like i think this i think this pertains to what you're saying like the, you know the the unconscious you know this is, you know, so that's Freud's critique of this painting. It's like, you know, I look for the unconscious, so, but in, in this painting, I see the conscious, like,
2: uh, like, I don't know with thing. that. hmm
3: Yeah, how do you, yeah, right, exactly. I see the unconscious. What? You don't see
2: nothing, Freud. Freud has be overrated. And largely yeah. disproven.
0: But, well right. i think it's uh it it's it's still interesting right to 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 wrestle with, with some of these some of these thinkers some of these ideas you know again i think you know people could write off dali you know what i mean like you could say that uh all this art style is uh you know is so dated you know what i mean we've overcome surrealism or whatever or dolly was a fascist something you know what i mean all of this oh stuff, right i think there's a lot you could say but i think you know uh we we dismiss you know we dismiss the other at our peril sometimes you know it's not to say that you have to agree with everything you know what i mean but but we can you know uh i think we can, we can certainly make some space to sort of you know to to, to look to have to have a, discourse to have a discussion about it um yeah no i, I guess i'm like uh the unconscious is, is 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 intelligence and it's knowledge that does not know itself right? <laughs> it doesn't know what it knows yeah right this is the unconscious like we all we all have it we all have it um but uh it it's something it 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 doesn't know what it knows that it knows. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and so what is conscious here is, you know, it's, it's contrived in a way, it's like, it's sort of, it's trying to sort of talk about, like, what is on the inside and really trying to put it, put it on the outside, you know, the these ideas about dreams and stuff that are, uh, they're ineffable. We, we all we all dream, whether we remember them or not. It's um, sort of like this, this residue uh, that, that comes out from all, you know everything you repress all day long. Well, we, we repress all day. <laughs> we repress, right. repress, repress, and then the you know in our dream work, it's like all this you know all that stuff comes out, and, it, and it's sort of coded in different like ser- sorts of strange combinations. Yeah. So. Um, dreams
4: get weird.
0: They do get weird. but <laughs> Don't, don't want to like, uh, you know, uh, that's the thing. You start talking about your dreams. It's sort of like, a, you know, <laughs> you deny what it is that it's, you know, that you feel like you're saying there. And it's, um, I don't know, it's, it's fascinating to me. And, and I, you know, so I love this work, you know, personally, I think it's, I think it's exceptionally beautiful
2: absolutely Mm -hmm. but why
3: yeah it's amazing
0: yeah why what is it that's um what is it that's so intriguing um I don't know
2: the depth he conveys in the painting is amazing yes because it just seems like you could walk right into it and walk forever yeah
0: it's uh um uh it's your eye your eyeball right can sort of leave you know can sort of go into that space
1: mm. it's,
0: it's kind of weird like you know cuz obviously it's a you know it's a painting it's like we can't actually go back there but like you say I, I i we all i think we all would agree like that there's a there's this sort of capacity for our eyes to sort of you know go into these uh you know go into these sorts of spaces and um know, oh, like, you know, like have an adventure, have an experience. Um imagine like what's behind you know, that rock, right? Or what's right. behind those hills or something like that. Like you you know, um uh your your eye can you know, your eye is inucleated. It's like you can like leave your see. body
3: and go out Let
0: and go your through these steps.
3: Yo. Um you know how like uh like it's, it's almost the artist's job to create like an anchor point in the piece so that your eye... Oh, that's a figure in the background. Oh, I never saw that. Where at? Oh. It looks like
4: a walnut.
3: The reflection of the hand that's holding the egg? Yes.
4: I believe the other one on the left.
3: Yeah, the one on the left. That's a woman that's kneeling with her head on her knee. You see that there? Mm -hmm.
5: And that right there is the perfect example Mm -hmm. of the unconscious and the subconscious.
3: (laughs) So my, right, absolutely. So my question was, um, (laughs) that's amazing. Um, Where do you think the anchor point in this piece is where you can like, where your eyes can just kind of like rest and then creep about? Keep about the piece and analyze it so that it's not so busy when you look at it. You know what I mean? Like a lot of pieces, if the artist is not careful, uh, you can make it just look like there's too much going on. And so the the viewer is uh, just kind of confused. I feel as though the anchor point is the the woman because it's kind of blurry around that area. And so you could just kind of like your eye could just kind of relax there and then kind of look around the piece and kind of go back. That's just my, my feeling. And then while it, while it relaxes there, then that's when you start to see the shape of the woman.
0: Do you uh? Would you sort of say when you're saying anchor point? You uh? Would you also use uh, focal point? Is this, is that the same?
3: Uh, or, um, you, or are they
0: are they different for you? Or you
3: know? I would I would I would say um, uh, like an anchor point uh, I think it's an anchor point. Like um, because Could tell me what a focal point is so
0: focal point uh to my understanding would just would just be the uh would be where um you want the viewer to focus right so uh likely you know so like let's say um uh if you let if we're thinking about like this this particular painting I think one of the focal points somewhere that my eye kind of goes to is this egg, right? I think that it's, you know, it's very, it's very sharp with, you know, with a lot of details, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's, um,
6: Contrast.
0: Right. There's a, there's the highest amount of contrast. So, um, there can be other elements that are more in the foreground that are closer to, let's say my, my point of view, like wherever I'm looking um i don't know like if if i look down here at the lower part there's some mass of something or other down Mm -hmm. there you know in the very near the center the the lower center but as i start to look up like you said like contrast and sort of you know there's like a a sort of uh there's a real crisp a lot of you know the light right this sort of this magic light is sort of hitting that you know this this egg and it it indicates to me that this is like a, a point where i'm supposed to to look and then a lot of times artists will use a lot of tricks compositional tricks let's call them you know to in order to sort of to to direct our eye we, you know you want to keep moving but also you right. want to direct. you want to direct to this this sort of to this focal point um but yeah no i'm interested in the anchor point like this whole idea i, I feel like that's uh I feel like they're probably related and similar in some way but
3: you know. Right, I'm going to give you an example um, yes. can you is it, I wonder if I can share my screen
1: I think if you want to
3: uh,
0: I was going to say you should probably be able to annotate but you can share if you want to share you certainly may We're all we're equal opportunity here, so ever. <laughs> I
4: believe I believe you're Jason. So
0: here. good to see you. Who else is in? The, who else is in the in the crowd today? Stephen. Good morning. Morning. Thank you. Kyle Olson, how you doing? Uh, morning, everybody. And we also have with us today Harriet Wisdom.
2: Hi, Harriet. Hi.
0: Happy Mother's Day.
2: <laughs> yeah happy mother's day <laughs> happy
0: mother's day we didn't get a chance you know i got a chance to 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 talk to her yesterday it was um that was great we didn't get a chance to see each other though we're far apart but um but yeah it was uh mother's day yesterday so well so we're looking at this painting uh, we're 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 gnawing on it right <laughs> Um, we're talking about it. it, it has this really fun history, this fun story. Um, Sigmund Freud thought it was terrible. <laughs> Salvador Dali was was incredibly devastated and disappointed. Um, I don't know, I think that's so interesting, right to uh, maybe maybe there you go. Annotation.
3: Oh, that's not what I mean. Oh, that's not what I was trying to do. Oh, right. let me, can I undo that? Oh goodness. Um yes. So if you, if you I go to we... the
0: annotate button, there's, um, uh-huh. click it and then there's undo, redo, and then all of the, you know, the draw, you can sort of draw things probably with, if you're on your, uh, if you're on your tablet, you can probably do it like uh, with your finger or
3: anyway, just. Play around I'm with sorry, it. I, think yeah, I didn't mean to do that. Uh, so this, okay, so I would say that this would be the anchor point. Uh, I'm okay. trying to pull up another uh, picture on my phone, but I'm un- unable to. So what I what I mean when I say anchor point, mm-hmm. um, it's it's like something in the piece that allows the eye to rest, and it can rest in this area, and and use that as a point to, 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 re, to rest and then to be able to analyze the piece and then come back to the rest point. Mm. Um, in these rest points, there's not a lot of information. You know, sometimes it'll just be a lot of black uh, or, you know, um, in this case, it's, it's blurry. So it's not, there's not too much information in, in this area. Um and I'm just saying that it's there's not an all paintings but it's it's a tool, you know what I mean? It's a tool especially if there's a lot going on in a piece.
0: I love that. No, I think that Yeah, I
2: can see the need for yeah. that. Love
5: that. Mm-hmm. So can can I ask a question to to help clarify that a little bit more? Of course. Why would you why would you call the secondary statue or the secondary you know figure there? Why would you call that your area of rest and not the the vague, colorful shapes and shadows in the reflection of the water? Because that to me, seems a lot more vague and a lot more peaceful than that secondary statue in the background?
3: It's bigger. It's, it's taking up, it's almost taking up half of the piece. And then your eye kind of rests at eye level there. Like if you, you know what I mean? Like it's, if I could see it being under that, but your eye kind of rests around the area of the heterosexuals and the, and the checkerboard floor. Naturally.
2: Yeah, I can see that.
3: Uh, and then that's and I will say that's one of the main reasons that I was able to see the 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 woman's form is because I was using me personally I was just using that area as a wrestler. and then it just and then I was just like why is there hair there? And then I was like, oh that looks kind of like an arm and then I was oh here we go you know y'all you all witnessed it you all <laughs> y'all witnessed my light bulb going on. <laughs> Um, I
4: I think in that vein, then like a focal point and this rest point you're talking about would be two different things. Because for me, the focal point would be the egg because that's what my eye immediately goes to. Yeah, it's rendered in
2: more detail.
4: Yeah, whereas I think you're right. The Since the woman is more like misty and also it's kind of like a puzzle too because just like you put all the pieces together uh, there, your mind kind of keeps... Being drawn to it because it's trying to figure it out, whereas right. the, the egg and the hand look very much like an egg and a hand.
3: Right. Um. I just sent an a image into the chat. Um. That kind of has another example of what I'm kind of referring to. But um. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Let's see. Hold on. Hold on one second. I think I can, uh, I can get this right.
3: Okay. You look extra cool today for some reason, Mr. Wisdom. I'm not sure we're good. <laughs> I, I, I changed
0: up some, you know, like where I sit in the... It's just less busy back there, you know. there's okay, more rest. Okay. There's more rest. <laughs> yeah, I can see your, your handsome face. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. it. And and you have uh you have done something different with your hair. Yes. Oh yeah, I just got a haircut. That's
3: a, I was about to say
2: your so. hair's all going looking clean. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, hold on a second. I can do this. <laughs> and I have the, anyway, talk amongst yourselves. Um,
3: yeah. How's everybody doing?
4: Pretty good. I'm a couple of trips to the Art Institute.
3: Nice.
4: That's cool. Who does um, stitched portraits of uh, oh. important black women in her lives. Oh, there it is.
3: All right. So this is a painting by Archibald Motley, um, uh, and to uh, the uh, anchor point to me is this large gentleman in the middle. Um, but the focal point of the whole piece is this woman's smile. Uh, that's the that is the most detailed piece in this in, part of this entire piece. But The fact, I mean, the fact that this gentleman is there, it really allows us to look around, just kind of look at each individual thing going on, the different people that are enjoying themselves, having a drink, talking, the band's playing, the woman is smoking cigarettes, she's having a great time. Uh, And the thing is, this is no regular stuff here. This is like 1920s, like these are the children of the people who, you know, these people haven't really been out for been been able to go out for a very you know uh, until recently, I'll say so. If you can imagine the the sheer entertainment and the sheer joy that it is to be out, uh, you know, in a club scene, um, because like I said, this is you know this is painted in the early nineteen twenties. Um, so um, so yeah, so um, you you get kind of drawn into the piece by the left side, the darker band playing leads up to the gentleman on the left. Uh, Oh, at least, um, and him, him kind of being the, uh, the anchor point in the piece. So that's all I, that's all. Uh,
0: I, that makes total sense. And I think, you know, sort of as analysis, right. We're looking at the other painting, you know, I think, uh, I could see where you're coming from and that's, uh, these are, um, I think these are really important principles as far as composition goes, like. You know, it can't be. There needs to be difference, right? There has to be something that uh, uh, that that like uh, contrasts, right? It, that builds in some sort of priority. And so mm-hmm. I, I can certainly see what you mean, but as far as the you know the smile is is captivating, uh, the man's face, like his his gaze is directed right at her smile. There's there are these mm-hmm. lines, right, of the. Of this instrument i don't know is that a trombone is that is that what it is yeah yeah and it's you know they're 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 basically you know they're diagonal lines right we we've certainly talked about this at you know another point but you know like vertical lines and horizontal lines they're very like static they're very stable right they you know they your eye moves along them very slowly where diagonal lines are much more sort of disconcerting they move our eyes quickly and so uh-huh. you know, all these diagonal lines they're they're directing our eye back right there's a the there's diagonal lines here right there's diagonal lines and we could you could go on and on and on
1: uh-huh. you just
0: keep finding them and archibald uh-huh. motley uh, you know was clearly very masterful in the use of like compositional devices to sort of bring us in this scene is very busy like you like you said it's it has some it's a point of focus But also has somewhere for us to rest before we, again, like our eye goes back onto this journey and sort of go back, you know, all the way back to the the back of the room, the people enjoying drinks and stuff. And then we come forward and and we see this uh, relationship, some relationship is something, you know, of, of, of course it's like this, there's a smile, but like there's also... There's also something more universal i think that's like being expressed and that's a that's the part that we that anybody can relate to you know Mm -hmm. the the relationship between you and someone else you know whoever you you know you may like sort of associate with you may you know you may identify with some of these characters in some way or another but um but our mirror neurons are firing and we're sort of you know we kind of you know we all we play these representational games, and we think about like uh, you know, sort of being there because we are there in a, in a you know in a real in a real way. Yeah,
3: and, and this was right around the time when um, um, jazz was first starting. Like this was in this particular image was and he painted this in France, but he's from New Orleans, and so that he was there, what? right. He and he was there when jazz was was invented, you know, um, and so he was one of the first artists to really kind of capture this exploding new music that like nobody had ever heard before and and watching people get up and dance. So he was. Yeah, yeah, he was one of the he was one of those dudes.
0: That's fantastic others what do you what do you all does anybody have things to add or you know i want to want to just sort of just talk and love to hear you know your thoughts i like the use
6: of the cool colors in there because most of it's warm their skin tones are warm the even the browns in their um jackets seem to be warm the floors warm um i don't know like the the tables are even warm the white tables even have like a yellow there's a red glass of wine there um, so I think the use of blue is very very well done mm. especially I... around his head you know? go no go ahead please oh, I was saying just especially around his head like this, the most blue is around the, the man's head there
0: mm-hmm mm. we learned about this too. We talked about, you know, we've talked about like color theory and stuff. And so this, I would, I would, you know, sort of put in the camp of a split complementary color scheme, right? And so it's like you have, you have all of these, you know, to Stephen's point, like you have all these warms, right? But then there's this, you know, so it's orange is like the main, you know, sort of like red orange to, you know, to... <laughs> yellow oranges and stuff and so what what like sort of balances all of that this blue right it's kind of the same blue just you know a few key spots right but it really stands out even though it's fairly minimal right in its usage and it just sort of happens to it just kind of balances out all of those you know those other warm hues um, that's you know so so just you know, excellent sort of color theory if that blue wasn't there it would very i don't know It wouldn't feel as warm, I don't think.
2: Mm -hmm. No, I agree. Yeah.
0: So I think that's a that's a a really good observation, Stephen. Somebody else, yeah. What else? What else is going on here? Anybody?
4: I think the very deliberate choice of like exploiting the like the the human instinct to look at the first face that looks towards you uh is really interesting cuz like lit- the only face that is a full face is the the main woman's face everyone else is like three quarters or uh mm. just like a a part of their face but um another way of getting you to fo- focus more on her was to have her almost make eye contact with the viewer mm. Whereas everyone They're else is somewhere else, yeah. This is the
0: unconscious. <laughs> 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 this, is, this is the unconscious. Um, you know, I, I love that. I think that's uh, I think that's a, a, a very, a very sort of ins- insightful. You know, where we are sort of attracted to uh, to that to the pattern. Right. There's a, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a pattern of, you know, to, to people's faces. Um, and so we gravitate towards that. And that one is the, the fullest. So I, I think that's, I think that's very, um,
3: very well seen. This was also around the time in history where uh, um, it was specifically, where smoking was specifically targeted uh, to women. Hmm because i saw the cigarette i was like why is that cigarette why is it so prominent it's like in this actual almost dead center you know what i mean and I and I was like, yeah right, right. I was like, well maybe you know he might not even be aware of it you know
2: what i mean <laughs> Yeah. i love the way he uses the red of her lips to move your eye around the entire painting oh Oh you know, mimics the red of her lips in the dress in the background in the two mm. drinks you can see and then the red in the dress of the foreground and it gives it such depth because he's using the same red sparingly in those specific spots.
5: Oh. I love it. See, I keep getting drawn back to the composition. just the way that everything is composed let me see if i can annotate on here and go bright red cool so like if you look carefully right you've got angles here right following up with the heads there you've got angles of the trombone Okay, you've got this arm coming down, even that's at a slight angle down, then you almost have a visual wall here with the guy in the background, right? But then that also connects over here, you've got a lot of diagonal angles there, you've got the leg down here, this leg's creating another angle, you know, so you've got a lot of angular movement coming, you know, you've got... Clarinet over there, you've got this shoulder moving up, you've got this leg coming down, got this arm coming down. So you've got a lot of relationships. Exactly. But it's all drawing your eye. And that's why I see this visual barrier here. Right. Once again, just because there's nothing really pulling your eye over to that side, with the exception of color. Of the dress right which you can see mimicked um and the continuity of the scene but it actually also works really well because if you look at you know golden spiral um the fibonacci spiral to draw mm. your eye in that's going to automatically through. offset things so that you're looking right here right? Because a Fibonacci spiral, the primary focal point of a Fibonacci spiral is not in the dead center. It's slightly off to one of the upper corners, right? So that's another reason why I think this composition works really well, because I can almost guarantee you, if you overlay a golden spiral into this painting, right? You can see where that lands in relationship to that full face. You know, I think that's why the composition in and of itself works really, really well. There are a couple of things that really stand out to me though that kind of throw me off a little bit. Like, let me switch colors. Like this shoe right down here really kind of stands out. And I know it's connected to this woman up at the top. Did I do something? No. Okay. I know that that shoe is connected um, up here, right, to that woman. Um, you know, so that's that's fine and dandy, but how light this is in comparison to everything else. Yes, it works well over here with the stockings. I see that, and it works well with this headband up here and some of the other lighter areas that you notice um, that carry it throughout the piece. But for me, that just really kind of stands out. Um, And it's like, well, why is this lonely shoe over here? Because this, the woman at the top whose shoe it is, is really, really pushed into the background. You know, just based on the amount of contrast, the color tones and everything like that. Um, these are just some of the observations that I've made. Um, you know, when you're when you're going with that kind of a split complementary color, it, it everything works really, really well. Um, and it's going to draw your eye around quite a bit. Um, but the, once again, these are just things that I've picked up on. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
6: with with the the, the shoe, the, the heel, it almost seems like it's a directional thing to where it goes from the heel to the cigarette to her face.
5: Mm-hmm. I can see that, yeah, because you've got mm-hmm. that kind of an arc it's line kind of like coming a, up that's yeah, following a, that same kind of a plane. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like out
6: of place a little bit, not enough to take your attention away from the woman, but enough to be like, well, what's that? And then it's like equal distance to the cigarette and then it's equal distance to her head. You know, it's kind of like this makes same, sense. Same angle of like the the wine glass or the wine, right. bottom, the wine glasses to her. Uh, you got to the, mm-hmm. the trumpet to her. You've got, uh, yeah, just everything's like pointing to her. Ruh. It makes
5: a lot of sense. Yeah, and then it's and in a
3: sense, you are her, you know, because her eyes are darting around the room, and you know, just just like you, as the viewer, are darting around the piece.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, and like if you think about it, like on um, like emotional side of things, toward like you were talking about earlier, spirit toward like the the gentleman that's right next to her is like your your resting place, you know, uh, for your mm-hmm. eyes. Like, but it's also like her resting place. That's also her imagery mm. thing. You know, it helps
3: right. her. where it's still about mm-hmm. her. That's right. Yeah, and that's why I like. I, I really like analyzing these pieces um, because it's almost like, I mean, this this is like television to me. Um, you know, because a piece of artwork. I mean, it's not. It's you know, it's 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 not just a piece of. Mm-hmm. It's just not just paint. You know, um, I was. You know, it's kind of one of those things where it has a history it has a story behind it it has it's a living breathing you know event you know just like the salvador dali piece i mean there's uh, the layers oh my gosh you know and 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 you know it is the artist's job to see to it that you find it interesting enough to stand there and stare at it
0: Yeah, and I think too, it's sort of uh, like you were um, contextualizing this work as you know, at a at a time of like uh, Black Renaissance, the you know the the sort of the the rise of jazz and, and sort of uh, and and of course you know uh, like sexual liberation you know, maybe, uh, like, subsumed under capitalism with the sort of introduction of smoking culture for women. <laughs> you know, it's like, mm-hmm. maybe there's uh, maybe there's some problematics there. But certainly, like, this was, uh, you know, this was all kind of present. It's all present in this work. Um,
3: but is it worse? worse? We f- hey. that Go ahead, I'm sorry. This was right. This was the hey. This was party time, you know? Like, I, you know, I just wish I was there, man. Oh, my God. Like, what, the birth of jazz music, and you know, this is the first time that these people, these people, really got a chance to like get out and party, party. Oh my god! Can you imagine? <laughs> it, it, it just it just gives me chill. Art, man,
2: I love it. I love it. Have you ever been to New Orleans, Spirit? Yes, I love that place. I know it's magical.
3: It is just magical.
4: Any suggestions, Spirit? I'm going in a couple weeks oh
3: bourbon street that's all
2: <laughs> that's all you need <laughs> what else you need
4: bourbon try street to
3: catch a jazz show
2: at preservation hall where preservation hall
4: preservation hall it'll be on my list
3: you. are you going to be on there on the weekend
4: uh i'm going to be there for about a week and a half oh okay Nine, cool so yeah. bourbon
3: Street is normally popping on like fridays and saturday nights um, okay you know what i'm saying that was during my my partying days.
4: I'm not that much of a party.
3: <laughs> oh, okay, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. All right. Um, so I, I haven't been in my my more cultured days.
4: Uh, I'm an old soul spirit. <laughs> uh, that's
3: good. That's good.
4: Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. some... Oh, oh, eat some gator while you're there.
4: I've had gator before. It was like gator fritters, but um, oh yeah, wanna... okay. yeah. yeah exciting
0: yeah i think that's the um uh i'm excited for your trip and and i hope you you know have a safe trip and uh you know it's just an amazing experience um but i i guess i'm thinking about too about what what spirit was just saying about like being there at this time it's like you know we we're we're in our own time, you know what I mean, and we uh, you know, we should gonna kind of make the most of, you know, where we're at right now, yeah. and it's probably something that will be uh, um, you know, recognized later, right? Like somebody was telling me about, you know, I was talking to my very uh, uh interesting client over the weekend, and we're talking about happiness, you know, and it's like happiness is really something that's uh it's sort of like after the fact you know what i mean you only you Mm -hmm. know it's like it's not something it's not a state that you can be in all the time you can't be happy all the time because that's Mm -hmm. nothing but it's only later it's like it's later on that you realize and even still this painting like it would have been i'm sure that there you know maybe a great Mm -hmm. night out is enjoyable right but it wasn't like this you know what i mean this is a representation of what you know it's like romanticized about what it was like you know it could have been you know you, you know you could have gone out on this night and maybe like you were hoping to dance with that girl or or that guy or whatever you know what i mean it's like you're heartbreaking <laughs> <laughs> all sorts of, you know what i mean there's all sorts of contingency sure. there's all sorts of all fucked right. up shit, and it's like uh you know it's like it can't be it can't be all like good all the time but later on you you know, you go back, you paint a painting about it, you, you know what I mean, you write a poem about it, whatever, um, you, uh, you present it for the viewer, a certain way. Um, it does it does sort of run that danger of, you know, of like, sort of that we would, uh, um, you know, compare, uh, like, c- compare our time to some other time, you know, sort of like, fall into fall into a trap you know mm.
1: like
0: uh anyway i that's all i'm saying is like the, you know i thought it was, was really interesting just this idea of like you don't know sometimes you don't sometimes you know sometimes you're a pleasure you know that like you know this immediately good feeling about what you have right now but you yeah. know enjoyment is is the, the positive feeling you get from not having right and so you enjoy this sort of uh, enjoy this, this activity, you enjoy these sorts of like these moments and later on you realize like, oh, that was, uh, you know, that was happy. Um, I was happy at that, at that moment. (laughs) That's where happiness sort of, that sort of comes from, I feel like. Um, I don't know. I guess that uh, these are all sorts of things that I, you know, that art, I think art helps us deal with. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think so. I, um, but yeah, have a good time, right? Enjoy yourself, and uh, you know, fall in love, and do all that stuff. I think it's, uh, uh, yeah, and have pain too. You know, experience that, experience that stuff.
4: Can't have That's one without the other.
3: Can't yeah, have one without the other. At least you right. The duality. That's true. That's so true. Um,
4: uh,
3: does anybody else? Have, could we?
0: Could we do one, another one? Maybe one more. Does anybody else have an image? If you do, you could send it in the chat. I'll put it up. You could do not bring
5: up side Twombly. i I'm do like, not do not <laughs> do not do that. You know what that does to me. I, mean, it's I know Jason, it's it
0: upset upsets you. But um
5: uh, it just oh. it makes me so angry. <laughs> Well, um, now it makes me want to ask about it. I mean, yeah, no, uh, no, no. That is like an hour to. long it's rant not. that you do not <laughs> want to go through. My right. grandchildren draw me
2: with the all the time.
5: Yeah, I, I mean, I know three year olds that can draw Cy, Cy Twombly inspired pieces. It's very easy. Uh, you know, it. that's Especially kind of what makes me so angry. Pastels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That is the technical term for them. Yes, Mm yes,
3: yes. Um, I made a discovery. I will say that.
5: I mean, I understand what his um, what his primary motivation and purpose behind those pieces are. To me, it just it lacks artistic sophistication and it lacks artistic talent and ability and it lacks craftsmanship, you know? And to me, those are, those are elements that I believe that every true work of fine art needs to have. Cy, C-Y. Uh, yep. There we go.
2: There it is.
0: James oh. did it. I did it. He had to do it. It, it. We'll oh, just no. keep it there. Cause it's, uh, it's not, it's not the best. Ah. <laughs> Bye, not the be- but I mean, you get the point. Come you on, don't need fine detail for this one. Uh, but, um, but, yeah, no, I think. Uh, I get it. I, mean, yeah, I get it.
4: Interesting.
3: I could see why there's a. Um, why, why would you say that there's no craftsmanship to this? Have you seen mm-hmm. him work specifically or, or is, is that what you get from looking at it?
5: It, it's expressed, so the whole primary purpose and intention behind a lot of these pieces is he's taking these emotions from fictional characters in different, uh, different, you know epic stories like, um, you know, the the fall of the City of Troy and mm-hmm. um, all of these great epic sagas and he's trying to channel the emotions that certain fictional characters were experiencing at a specific time. Okay. I get that. That's fine. I understand that concept, right? To me, to scribble on a massive canvas, because these pieces are not small. These pieces are enormous to say the least. Mm. Um, uh, I mean, we're talking like eight feet tall by maybe ten feet wide. I mean, they're absolutely gigantic pieces. So okay. that
3: that blue scribble is probably about the size of a human.
5: Uh, they're yeah, I mean they're they're gigantic. Well, this is crap. This is amazing. That
3: that that makes it pretty 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 awesome, man. I can't but
5: where where is where is the artistic skill involved in that? I
3: don't understand what you mean by the word. Can you define the word? So where?
5: where's where is a rent? Where's any kind of artistic skill involved? Where is composition? Where is uh, rendering of any kind? You know what? What is he? I mean, everything is very centralized. Uh, what, you've got what, one little we, weird scribble in the upper right corner, but there's no. It's basically just you, trying to express emotion on canvas. Which is fine, and there are plenty of amazing artists out there that do that, and they do it in such a way where they actually utilize some type of artistic skill, right? Whether it's composition, whether it's you know painting one perfectly straight, consistent line across a canvas, right? But that line is perfectly straight and perfectly consistent throughout the entire thing, right? Okay, cool. Fine. Even that takes skill to create a perfect line that's moving in one singular direction that is consistent, right? I mean, art that doesn't take, really
3: care about those types of rules.
5: This is Especially true. This piece
3: is enormous. If this piece is if this piece is is enormous and to make it look like it's it's the size of a regular piece of paper, that takes skill. It also takes strength to push the whatever he's using um to to make these particular marks uh, it also has it, it has a diagonal it also is using uh, uh, color theory it has complementary colors as well as you know it has you know it has the different various um you know colors of the uh, the, the color wheel you know it even seems to have a focal point in that kind of main blue area you yeah. I don't know if, you know, uh, it's, it's, I mean, abstract art isn't, you you, you don't have to, like, you don't have to paint a rose in order to get the feeling of a rose. Correct. You you can, you can paint some dashes and some and throw some red and and still elicit that same type of feeling. And, and, you know, and I'm assuming this particular artist's, has a lot of these types of paintings. Like, there's a lot of these. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming.
5: If you knew what these paintings were sold for, and how quickly he created them, without any kind of thought about composition, without any kind of planning, without any kind of you know real structure behind them, and what he turned around and sold them for, I think that's part of what makes me angry about them.
3: So, are is because it? Are you are you angry or are you hating? Well, it's, 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 it's a thin line. Okay, all right. Oh, well, well then well, say that then?
5: Okay, because like you know, this is something that once again, I think you could find uh, any, you know, any child from the age of like four to like six, and give them crayons. Doesn't mean that you're not
3: an amazing artist. Children can children. I mean, you know, we say, well, my five-year-old can do it. Uh, okay, that doesn't take away from the beauty and from the expression
5: and you know. And and once. How again, much are I these pieces of selling for? Well over 000, 000 a million dollars piece.
2: God doubt.
5: I mean they're huge.
4: Yeah, I'm looking at them online and these things are gigantic.
2: I gotta get my grandchildren working.
4: No, <laughs> seriously. That's
5: it. That's it, Amber. You got it. You know, once again, I understand the concept behind it. I do. You're trying to channel that emotion and just really express that emotion on canvas using whatever mediums you have around, right? I I grasp that, okay? That's not what bothers me. What bothers me about these is that out of all of the ways you could have expressed that emotion you know, maybe creating some type of pictorial image where you can really show disgust in a face or anger or frustration. Use those tools, right, that we have, that we've built up, that we've developed becoming artists. Why not use those tools to create maybe a scene as opposed to just grabbing whatever crayons are around and scribbling? Mm -hmm. I... I, um, uh, I think well, that's what bothers me the most. Out of all of the ways he could have expressed it, why would you just scribble on canvas when you're capable of so much more?
0: Well, I so the only thing that I want to come back to um, is okay. that, like, oh, of it's course, it's like, you know, it's it's a this, it elicits you know? Uh, it elicits a strong feeling, which is of course uh, an important component of art. You know, so obviously,
2: it's you
0: know, like, Yeah, there's something about it that like you know it's hard to be kind of uh um apathetic about you know i may you know maybe but it's almost like if you were apathetic about this piece it's like it's kind of hiding like you know maybe like you were saying disgust to buy it or something if you really love it you know it's like well why but at the same time it there's a really interesting concept uh from the philosopher nietzsche he talks about this idea of uh uh of the, the, uh, the metamorphosis of the spirit. And so it's goes through the spirit goes through these three different phases, the lion or the, the camel, the lion, and the child. And so the idea there is like, as a camel, you are like camels are a pack animal, right? You load camel up and a camel will hurry off into the desert. Uh, this is like the work you know the labor of the student the labor of the artist the the labor right you you know you, you like you have to take on this incredible load and you have to like sort of uh um labor underneath it the lion is what sort of it fights for its territory right it kind of creates a space right so you know once you've sort of uh metamorphosized from you know from the camel you turn into the lion and then you're able to sort of get some space but the final one is the child right and the child children are sort of free of shame and guilt and doubt right they're 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 free from from these sort of things that weigh down the the spirit and so um I believe in a way that this is what is trying to be elicited here, right? We keep, we keep, we automatically sort of think about like, oh, a child, this looks like the aesthetic of, you know, a child did this. Now, just like, just like we were saying before, you know, in the Sigmund Freud's, you know, critique of Salvador Dali, that you know, we look for the unconscious in painting, but here we see the conscious. I think here we see the conscious. <laughs> right? Here we see this sort mm-hmm. of like contrived. I'm trying to be a child, mm. and so there's something. that I think the critique in this can lie there, in that we, you know, it's like it's it is on the nose. It's very sort of like this is a this is a childlike sort of reference. It's like somehow you want to get to being like the child, where you're not weighed down by shame, but still able to sort of like, give it that, you know, like return to to return to childhood, but with the knowledge of your, you know, of your years, right through the through the experiences you've had, you're able to sort of go back, not go not not return or go back, but be reborn, be born again, in some sort of way. Um, so for me, I, I feel like um, this is not, you know, I, I, I enjoy this. I enjoy that Jason gets upset by it. But I think I, I think there's room for criticism here, right? That it's like, it's too conscious of a, a, of a you know, child representation. Um, but there are other works of his that I think that, you know, where he pushes that sort of idea, um, is able to, to work with it in a certain way. But I think, you know, like, when we're, it's important, I, I I, think it's important. I do, like, I talk about fundamentals a lot, the principles of, you know, uh, of the things that, like the things that Jason's concerned with, right? He's talking about like composition and like, you know, shape and craft and all that stuff. So I think those things are important. And as like, as like a camel, <laughs> as a camel, you have to sort of take on that, that role of like, of engaging with those labors, but then at a certain point, you have to sort of like you got to let that stuff go and you have to sort of fight for your space and make it your own. But eventually, there's some you become who you are in a certain respect, and you want to sort of have, uh, you know, this the, the the grace right to accept, you know, yourself and what it is that you make and be able to have a. Uh, Make expression that's uh, transcendent in some way. I suppose, not that this is. I guess you know what I mean. Not not like sort of making some claim here, but uh, but I think that that sort of looking at these scribbles and talking about like what could be, you know, what what is it that we could get from it? I would sort of say like maybe that's maybe that's a part of it that like at the end of the day, like. Of course, what we put on our canvas, our tattoos, our papers, whatever is, uh, you know, there's a certain amount of uh, craft and and consideration that goes in there. But of course, like, your life could be a work of art, you know, your whole sort of everything that you do and become, you know, can be, um, you know, just a larger extension of your what it is that is your art, I suppose. So I don't know. That's it. <laughs> That's all I got. For that, is that, not defending this. I'm, I'm like sort. Of, I'm critical. You know. I hope that I hope that comes through. Like I'm critical, but also there's a I. You know, there's a certain amount of this that I sort of really attracted to in certain respects. But just like the Dali piece, I love that too. Critical. You know what I mean? You can be. Should have. <clears throat> and hold both. I think. Same thing with your own work. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, right? But be critical. You should be critical of it.
4: Like, I think Harriet uh, just uh, said something.
0: What'd she say chat. in the chat?
4: Said, Jason. I wonder if part of what is so irritating about this is the feeling of that this is a big con. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has. He has a permanent gallery. A permanent gallery in the Philadelphia Museum of Art.
2: It's not that impressive.
5: The yeah. museum acquired those pieces in that permanent gallery for a ridiculous sum of money. Yeah. I, I, I mean, almost uh, what? That's one, two, three, four, five, six. Almost eight figures. Right? Right. Almost ten million dollars that they paid out. I could have come in and pieces. done it for free. <laughs> give give <laughs> give a kindergarten class a sixty-four box of Crayola crayons <laughs> and a big canvas that you lay out on the floor, and I can guarantee you they would come up with something similar.
4: Yeah. the thing you is, I, when I was just looking it up. One of these types of ones were sold for $75 million.
3: Yeah,
5: I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised.
3: That's awesome.
5: What's his name again? Cy, C-Y, Twombly. T-W-A-M.
3: Go Cy Twombly. He's my new hero. <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah, right? <laughs> You know, and I'm I'm a huge fan of contemporary and abstract art. I am. And I can find beauty in anything. I I really can. You know, I love looking at uh, even look at look at Marcel Duchamp, right? And his ready readymades. I can find beauty and inspiration in that where a lot of people would just get angry, right? I mean, look at uh, Marcel Duchamp's The Fountain, right? It's literally toilet. just a urinal that he saw. <laughs> okay? But even in that you can see aspects of craftsmanship, right? You can almost see that like he's there and he's trying to tell people like hey, there was someone that put time, effort and energy into designing this urinal, right? This urinal even in and of itself can should be considered a work of art but gets no representation, you know? Look at um, Bicycle Wheel on a Stool, right? It's It took a craftsman to make those individual things, yet those craftsmen get no recognition as fine artists, you know? So he combined the two and put it out in a show, and it's become a work of fine art, you know? And I can see that. He didn't actually make anything, you know? All he did was... Literally, stick a bicycle wheel on top of a stool and called it art. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, no, there, he himself did not put craftsmanship into it, but he's recognizing the craftsmanship that was there in the construction and in the creation of these objects. You know, I can grasp that and I'm okay with that. You know, I think that just- that's it's totally fine with me.
0: I would make just a just a small distinction there and say that the the craft is in his uh, in the gesture, of, of of like appropriating that that would be the word there. I, I take right. your take your because it's it's sort of funny and this is like you know uh, again it's uh, probably doesn't matter to most people but sort of definitions of art are very sort of uh, uh, elusive. They're they're you know they are very sort of. Uh, they're opaque, but one thing that you know that sort of generally is you know uh, thought of is that like art is a uh, purposelessness, right? It's, it has a per- art has to have a purposelessness <laughs> to it. It doesn't, you know, it can't have a like you know. So like the urinal itself on the wall, it's like there's uh, you know maybe uh, there were some considerations, but it's a functional object, so it's kind of like it's not art. It's it's not art until it's taken from that you know taken from that environment sort of placed in the um in a a new context where it's not to be you know uh it's not to be used uh but again it's kind of like then somebody could piss in it and it would be a performance right it's like (laughs) it's sort (laughs) of like there was the there was the guy who did the the banana tape to the wall this is a few this is old news now it's old shit you know but Somebody did that, they took a banana, they taped it to the wall and it's like, you know, now that's art. Um, so again, I think uh, it's, it, it, there is uh, um, uh, a, a fine line there, you know, as far as like, how do you define art? And um, I, I guess I, you, know, like you know, I take like a, you know, I like to sort of see, you know, a, a museum as a temple of art It's a, you know, you go there and it's like, someone has sort of deemed this to be art, you know, maybe a committee, maybe an individual, whatever. But I think you're also, you all are right in your, like, uh, your criticism of of the, the gross sums of money, right? These are, these are generally sort of corporate art collection practices, right? Like this is like, these are multinational corporations who are using the rules about like sort of Buying and and uh, you know collecting art as probably to shelter taxes, mm-hmm. but also to hold capital in certain ways that can you know sort of it can uh, again shelter it from other market forces, and again it's a it's a scam because you buy one thing at a high price, it makes you know the other ones more valuable by association, so that in itself I think you know it's like. We can't we can't I, I think like go too far into this realm of like there's a whole other sort of thing going on, you know, when you start talking about that level of you know blue chip art collection. It's not the same thing. But people love art, right? And so I think if you're making it for your audience, there's there's something really beautiful about that. Um and uh And there might be something important, even though it's, even though it is like, there's no way that it's as sacred of an object as like, as the, as the price would indicate. This $75 million painting we're looking at, whatever. Uh, It's not, it's not sacred, you know, but as a work of art, it's absolute spirit. And we can, you know, I think there's a, there's a, what is more than priceless is our conversation that we're having about it and the sort of like emotions and stuff that we can, um, we can experience, so, you know, sort of surrounding this thing, you know, like praising it, scapegoating it, all that, all that stuff. Like, <laughs> I think that's the, that's the value and that's the beauty of it there is that like, we can, we can come around something, you know, have a, have a shared encounter uh, with this ineffable thing. Um, Because we're all seeing, even though we're looking at the same thing, we're all seeing something totally different. Mm -hmm. It's it's totally different for each each one of us. Um,
5: uh, That's true.
0: But yeah, but don't forget about the, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's like (laughs) it's probably the same thing as trying to chase these high dollar clients. You know what I mean? As far Mm -hmm. as our tattoos are concerned, right? It's it's that's. It's, it's good to, you know, it's good to meet clients who are prepared to spend, you know, what, you know, give you the, the value of your, you know, of your work. Um, but it's more than that. I, I feel like, you know, there's like, on, you know, like day before mother's day, it was like, there were so many mother tattoos that they had to do. A lot of them were tributes to, you know, moms that were dead, mm. uh, there's something about that like experience of like, you know, you're getting his tattoo. It's cathartic in some way, helps you to memorialize, you know, people that you love. Um, you know, I, yeah, that was, that was pretty much my week was all, you know, it was so many tributes, you know, someone, someone lost their child, you know? And I, so did, did a piece based on that. Someone else, you know, they lost a few people lost their mothers. Um, So there's a service, you know what I mean? That's like, it's of course bigger than the the price, but you got you got you know got to have a price mechanism that sort of supports it, I guess. But um, but yeah, you know we're not like we're not gonna make seventy five million dollar (laughs) painting, you know. But but I think I know
4: about you, but I'm getting my Crayolas out after this. You're right.
0: I think if you are, you know, if you can sort of commit to it and make it your, make it your thing, as long <laughs> as long as you think it's, as long as there's something about it you think is beautiful and the world needs to see more of it,
4: um, I don't think it does. <laughs> I'll let him do it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, we have to. We have to. You know, do our own thing. That's hard. It's really hard. I, there's a part of me that sort of says, like, you know. This person, Cy Twombly, probably faced a lot of ridicule. I mean, it couldn't have been all praise and accolades and stuff. You know what I mean? Just look at this stuff.
5: And I bet he was crying his way to the bank every time.
0: I'm sure. <laughs> I money isn't everything, though. You know, this is I mean, true.
2: Money is. No, everything. but it's easier to have a Lamborghini than it is in a box.
5: Hmm. Yeah. Think about how many sets of Crayolas he could have gotten for seventy-five million dollars. <laughs> true. true. I mean, he could have gotten like they the should super sponsored them. Big that. <laughs> Yo, right?
3: <laughs> uh, get them wax pastels, goddamn.
0: Maybe it's maybe that's true.
3: Maybe it's true.
0: But um, well, anyway, I'm glad we could revisit this conversation because <laughs> <laughs> I warned you. No, I, I know. I think that was out. that was you warned like you you know you warned me like please do it is what you were <laughs> is oh. what you were saying. <laughs> That was the unconscious, I think was that was was that we need to have this again. But no, I'm, um, I think that was uh, so fun, you know, so fun to talk about stuff. And just to like have a, you know, have some kind of, you know, have some sort of community where we come together and talk about things that's, um, we may not, like, all agree. and it's, and it's probably good to, to get decentered, you know what I mean? To sort of like question stuff. It's like, well, I work so hard. How come I only, you know, make so little compared to Cy Twombly? <laughs> yes. How come? You know, it's not fair. Like, well, yeah, no shit. You know what I mean? It's not fair. Um, and that's, you, you know, like, uh, we need, we need uh, you know, we need difference right? And we need sort of uh, contrast. And that's, uh, that's important. Um, I'm, sh- I'm sure of it. I'm, I'm still I'm still working on that myself. I'm trying to accept it. <laughs> but um, it's, uh, but, but again, it's, I think there's, um, that's, that's what I think. That's what I think that art can really do. That's like the, the magic of it, the power of it um, is uh, found in community. So. Anyway, uh, I think on that we should, uh, we've been going for a while, let's wrap it up. I would love to, to get some, to hear your sign offs and stuff. Let me, uh, I'll stop sharing this. And so if you're still here with us and um, you'd like to say goodbye, um, let's start with uh, Amber, cause you're first on my screen.
2: Okay. My name is Amber Morgane. as usual. Please keep doing this because I love it every Monday. It starts my Monday off right, and I'm not groggy all day because I get to do something instructive. My name is Amber Morgane. You can find me at Luxury Tattoos and Permanent Cosmetics in Egg Harbor City and on all social media sites under Amber Morgane.
0: Thank you, Amber. Yeah, it's a again, pleasure you. to have you. Yeah, it's... Um... Thank you for your contributions today. Great to see you. All right. Kyle, I got you. You're next on my screen. Yeah. Uh, So
6: uh, thanks for having me. Um, My name is Kyle Olson. I tattoo out of Tucson, Arizona, out of a shop called uh, Trinity Art Collective. Um, You can get a hold of me uh, via the website, trinityartcollective.com, or uh, on Instagram at Olson underscore tattoos, uh, O-L-S-O-N. And I'd be more than happy
0: to talk to anybody. Consultation, whatever. Hell yeah, long you know, I'm good. Yeah, thank you so much for coming. And again, you know, just like, yeah, I loved your I loved your insights today. We we're talking about the painting, and you know, I think um, it's 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 always sort of it's always so interesting to hear the perspectives. And um, anyway, I'm glad you've come today, Kyle. Thanks for coming. Yeah. yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. It was great. It's always a good time. Always yeah. a good time. Thank you.
0: All right. Oh,
6: Elise.
4: Hello. I am Elise Morrow. I'm a Chicago based uh, 3D and fiber artist. And you can find me at um, Elise Morrow Visuals on Instagram and ArtStation. And you can find me at elisemarlvisuals.com.
0: That's fantastic. Um,
4: and thanks for having me, James. Of
0: course, Elise. <laughs> uh, you're welcome anytime. And uh, congratulations again on your graduation it's thank uh, you so cool um and uh yeah i hope you have fun on your on your new orleans adventure
1: so yeah I'm take lots of pictures
0: we'll to, i we'll will see. good good thank you so much
4: thank you uh
0: well oh, jason got you here let's see unmute you hold on
5: sorry yeah. Um, so, my name is Jason Leeser. I host the Skill Building Sunday Drawing Groups here on the Reinventing the Tattoo Network. Um, you can find me every Sunday at 1 p.m. Uh, we've got a great interview coming up with San Diego tattoo artist uh, Terry Ribera. Uh, that's coming up Monday, the 22nd at noon on the East Coast. Highly recommend you guys tune in for that. Uh, we're going to be covering a lot of really awesome stuff um going over a lot of like large scale composition, you know, tips and tricks and stuff like that. So uh it should be a great time. Um and thank you for having me as always. And uh sorry if I went on a little bit of a rant about site wombly, but I'm very passionate about that. Um but yeah, thank you very much for having me on.
0: Thank you for coming. It's it's always a pleasure when you can join us and um... I, you know, I, I, I love your passion, and I think that there's uh, um, very good points. You know what I mean that you made today, and uh, so I'm, yeah, it's a pleasure having you. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, I'm looking forward to your interview with Terry, and um, I'll see you at, uh, see you in Hell City. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. All right, uh, Spirit. If you want to say hey.
3: Yeah. Um, so I am I am I muted? Oh, here we go. Uh, oh, hey, what's up? So, hey guys. Um, I sent you a, a image on Instagram. I was able um, to get it,
0: I think, but I but we I lost track of time. So anyway, yeah, we can um
3: go ahead. Okay. Yeah, just real quick, real quick. Um, last uh, show you said that I should draw from life and uh, you suggested that I find something cool about, you know, drawing from life. Sure. Um, and so what I've been doing lately is I've been drawing textures. Um, uh, you know, I'll just go outside and I'll pick up some leaves or some bark or something like that, and I'll, and I'll just draw uh, the textures. I didn't bring anything with me today, but this has been really, it's been really helping out a lot. I'm really glad that you suggested that um, because uh, I did a tattoo recently and I was tattooing something completely unrelated to what I had been drawing, but I was able to apply the knowledge uh, that I learned drawing the texture. So what I sent you was a discovery that I made. I was I was using I was drawing one of those little um it's like a it's like a it's like a, it's like a spiky ball falls from trees they call them gumballs. Um, and it's actually like if you it, it's if you look at it. Under the little spiky areas, they're tiny hexagons. It's like a ball of hexagons. And that, that shape I, I sent you, that's that's pretty much what it looks like without the spiky little things.
0: Uh I, I can share that because I think that will um that will help. Will help. Sort of illustrate what you're talking about.
3: Yeah, yeah, this right? Yeah, yeah. It's more or less. It's not that many hexagons. That was kind of the closest thing I was able to find. But that's pretty much what it looks like. And I just, I was, I was like, wow, this thing is in. It exists in nature. Sacred geometry. geometry. Yeah.
0: Um. No, I love this, and I think. uh yeah, and I think um, uh, it's really it's like planes, right? Like there, th- these are all these are just shapes, right? You could draw them two dimensionally hexagon uh, pentagon um, there's a square there I see and uh, so sort of thought about in perspective right? Just that it's like a different angles away from us and uh, but it kind of gives us this, this sort of sense of like that there's a depth to it and and um so i think if these are forms i don't know what is it like maybe i'm gonna (laughs) this is dodecahedron or something i don't know what it is yeah (laughs) whatever they are exactly um one that's that's probably like a soccer ball kind of a (laughs) Mm -hmm. soccer ball sort of a thing um these forms right the texture sort of sits on top of it if you can sort of capture this idea of depth and those dimensions um then i think you really are able to have uh just amazing you know like amazing time with um uh with the textures anyway i'm i'm so glad uh i'm so glad that you were you know that you got something from that suggestion i think all i that all i mean from it is that you know, if we're looking at life, you know, we trace all the time as tattoo artists, uh, probably, you know, probably lots of, you know, it's, there's no, there's no shame in tracing. It's an important thing to do, but, um, uh, but I think um, drawing from life can be really, really valuable. And again, there's experiences that you have, but also like looking at a reference, you know, drawing from life will help you when you're looking at references. So mm-hmm. yeah.
1: um,
0: I'm, yeah. I'd love to see I'd love to see that stuff. You know, if you end up, you know, you end up like sort of drawing something you'd like to share. I'd love to see it. So. Yeah,
3: cool. Yeah, and I, I appreciate you for the uh the, the suggestion of just kind of picking something that you, you know um that you like out of it. It definitely works. So yeah, um you guys gotta um uh you can find me at uh tattoos by spirit on all social media. Thanks, guys. See you everybody later. Have a
0: wonderful day. see you later. All right, so um I'm gonna I'm gonna just go ahead and sign off uh, now. And uh, um, I'm James Wisdom. This has been drawing for tattooers. We're gonna be live at Hell City this weekend. So if you're at Hell City, be sure to check us out. Um, so thanks again, everybody, for coming. Um, happy drawing, and we'll see you uh, next stream.